Dang it, Bobby. Dang, Dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Milk is for drinking or something like that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. You know, it's, it's Dang it, Bobby plus a thing. Yeah. Now, Bobby, what am I supposed <laughs> What am I? What? I don't even know what a JPEG is. I just want a picture of a hot dog. <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Computers are for schoolwork. <laughs> Hank walks in. Bobby's looking at feet pics. You know, Bobby's browsing feet pics. Hank, Hank goes, uh, Dang it, Bobby. What are you looking at those pictures <laughs> of ladies' feet for? There's a little, that was a little too, um, he doesn't drop his R's as quite as much as that. No, he's not like old time lawyer. Yeah. He's, like House of Cards guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's pretty much the House of Cards accent, oh, yeah. right? His uh, old time lawyer. Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, dang it, Bob. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, dang it, Bob. Computers no, off of schoolwork. Do you like how I've introduced into the canon of King of the Hill? <laughs> That <laughs> Hank says to Bobby. Computers are for schoolwork. Yeah, there's a scene in King of the Hill where Hank walks in and do you remember this one? Uh, oh where yeah. Hank walks in, Bobby's looking at pictures of ladies' feet on the computer. Yeah. Hank says to him, Dang it, Bobby, computers are for schoolwork. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. Yep. Pilot episode. Pilot <laughs> from the first episode. First it's cold open. Bobby got a feet thing. Bobby got a feet the thing. The one where Bobby got a feet thing. <laughs> You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. What up? You are the strongest link. Hello. <laughs> what do you think about that? I love it. You're the strongest link. Hello. You're the strongest link. Hello. How about, okay, so there's you're the weakest link. Goodbye. There's you're the strongest link. Hello. And then what about kind of the Goldilocks, you know? You're the, uh, you're a perfectly, you're a perfectly adequate link. Good day. <laughs> right? Say that in passing. You're yeah. passing them by. Yeah. Walking by on the sidewalk. Yeah. You're a perfectly adequate link. Good day. Good day. Yeah, I like He's it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Our listeners are the strongest link, though. Oh, are they ever? Yeah, and they're a link between me and... Uh, money! <laughs> yes, money, 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 please. <laughs> Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Ring, ring, ring! That's a cash register. And take ding, your ding, money! Donny. All I want to hear is money, 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 money. It's that song, you know? Uh-huh. Right? All I want to hear is boom, 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 boom. And a ching, ching. Taking money. money. Taking money. Taking money. It's kind of funny. Yeah. The way that she says money there. It's uh, taking money. Yeah, she has an accent. But for the longest time, I thought, the way that everyone else did. Everyone thought this. <laughs> everyone was saying this. That she was saying something MIA. And all I want to hear, boom, 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 boom. Ching, take MIA. I thought she was saying MIA, not money. Taking money, that she's saying MIA. Like her name. I feel like if you listen to the song in context, it would be quite obvious. Because of the cash register sound. Yeah. It just occurred to me are they robbing a store? Because there's the, the gunfires. <laughs> 
And then there's the cash register sound. Yeah. And then she says, All I want to do is shoot, 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 and cash register ring and take take your money. money. So that, take your money. Is that even it? It's take your money. Yeah. Mm, So now I'm learning new things because I thought it was taking, taking money, which doesn't really. All I want to do is take take your your money. money. (laughs) All I want to do is taking money. That's what I thought it was. Okay. So for a long time, um, um, I thought it was sort of, all I want to do is <laughs> boom, 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 ching, something MIA. Yeah, and then I which realized, was bad. Then I realized it was all I want to do is boom, 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 ching. I understand that ching is not the canonic sound that a cash register makes. Ka-ching. It's sort of halfway between ring and cha-ching, but that's the sound, ching. And then she goes, uh, taking money, which is not it. No. No. She goes, all I want to do is boom, 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 ching, or ka-ching, ching <laughs> Take your money. Yeah. Take your money. Yeah. Which makes so much more sense. Yeah. I hope I'm right on this. And if you're not, it would be great if we heard about it. Yeah, on feel, Twitter. F- feel free to hit us up on the internet. Uh, find us on Vine. Find your way into our email. Follow us on Twitter at Please Save Me Pod. And go ahead and um, kind of scream at us about whether we got the lyrics to... Am I a songwriter or not? The song is Paper Planes in Paper case Plains. you hadn't been alive That's in interesting 2007. Okay, so let's do the math there. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. So Depends. If, could, have been, could be more like almost just over 12 depending on... So if you're 12 years old and you're listening to this, you're actually violating COPPA laws and we are not yeah. responsible for that. Childhood Online Privacy Act. Child Online Privacy Act, right? Protection Act. Child online privacy, privacy and, and protection because it's two P's. Yeah, otherwise it'd be Copa. Yeah, Copa at the Copa, Copa, Copa del, Cabana at the Copa, Copa del Mundo goal. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer, nice. or as they call it in the rest of the word, football. football. Which is interesting. We say that because of course they only call it that in Spanish-speaking countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just call it football everywhere else. Yeah, footy. Footy. Play a game of footy, which is uh, coincidentally not what the game that is different than the game that uh, Bobby wishes he could be playing from Hank of the Hill. <laughs> from, all, from Hank of the Hill. <laughs> Hank of the Hill. You remember the show Hank of the Hill? Uh-huh. Dang it, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Computers are for... Computers are for schoolwork. Not if you're looking at pictures of feet. No. If you guys listen to the part of the episode, and I'll have to remember to include this when I edit it, because otherwise it's not going to make any sense. If you guys listened to the part of the episode before we played the theme song, we were kind of riffing For on a long time. the TV show Hank of the Hill and how in that TV show right in the pilot episode. Hank of the Hill. You remember the scene, right? The first scene from the pilot episode? Yeah, where he walks in on Bobby. Hank does. Hank Hank of the Hill. The walks eponymous in, Hank. Hank. The eponymous Hank of the Hill. <laughs> the eponymous Hank. <laughs> he walks in on Bobby. And if you haven't seen the pilot of oh, Hank of the gotta Hill, watch you gotta it. watch it. So this is in the cold open. Of, yeah. Cold open of the pilot. So first. Cold fr- open. Yeah. First freaking three minutes of the show really sets the tone for the whole thing. Hank of the Hill walks in on his son, Bobby, who you're probably familiar with. Mm-hmm. And Bobby's sitting on the computer looking. Boy sounds like a lady. 
Boys. Well, okay. Boy, and- I sound like a lady. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah. So he's sitting at the computer and he's looking at something very intently. And Hank Hill, Hank of the Hill, walks in and looks at him. And what's Bobby looking at on the computer? He's looking at pictures of feet. <laughs> and what does Hank of the Hill say? Dang it, Bobby! Computers are for schoolwork. And that's kind of how we set up the entire. Hank, Hank of the Hill. Yep, and that's kind of, you know, the the tone that the entire Mm -hmm. series is set with. Yeah. And Hank of the Hill is the best show on television. Or was the best show on television. And then it was canceled because it wasn't as good as Chicago Heroes, which is now on. Okay, Boomhauer. Boomhauer, yeah. Okay, Boomhauer. Okay, Boomhauer. Um, so is this fun? Here's what we forgot to do at the very top of the episode. So let's just do it now. Yeah. You're listening to Please Please Save Save Me. Me. Please Save Me is a recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. And you won't find Chicago Heroes in any TV guide. But that doesn't mean it's not a real show. In fact, if you don't watch it, you know whose problem that is? Yours. Yours. Problem. That's yours problem. Yeah, and we're not talking about your friend, and we're talking. We're not talking about you. We're talking about your friend, your. <laughs> it's his problem. Yeah. You ever heard of the possessive form? Yeah, and it's your friend, your. Obvious, obviously, that's what we meant. Eeyore the you donkey. Call him, you call him, and it's a short name. Donkey. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's your short name. Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> One more for good measure. Donkey. Beautiful. Just in case. Yeah. You call him your because he's your friend. Yeah. He, yeah, I call him your because For he's short. your friend. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm pointing to myself when I say your friend. Okay, so here's one I've got. <laughs> All right. So, okay. All right. So it's like... It's like the MIA. So it's the, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, all love- I want to do is boom, 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 boom. 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 Ching. <laughs> Take your honey. And it's Winnie, and Winnie the, Pooh. the Pooh. Okay, so... Okay. That's worth a million dollars. So <laughs> go ahead and hit us up for that one. That's worth a million dollars in Venmo. like 1940. It's worth at least $3 billion yeah, now. That's right. Sell an F-35 and pay us. Hmm? F-35 is a fighter jet. Costs like a trillion dollars. Oh, does it do good? I think it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of explodes. I think they spent like a trillion dollars on it. And then when the, when the pilots are flying it, it explodes pretty much. Sounds like it's worth it. <laughs> it falls out of the sky like Anvil. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's no, it's uh, as they would say in the part of the world where they like to watch the uh, football and El Cop- La Copa del Mundo, they would say the F-35 es no bueno. So how do you muy like bien. that? Uh, <laughs> you thought it was muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was muy bien. Um, so the thing is that you yeah, need to know for thing. this is my name is Ben Flores and, and I'm, I'm one of the Sarah hosts Black, of the show. And I'm and the other host of the show. Yeah. And we are the biggest world fans. Uh, <laughs> the biggest Mundo fans. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, los mejores. I, I don't know fan. I don't know fan. I don't, I don't know either. how to say fan. I don't either. Um, Got my minor in Spanish. Don't know how yeah. to say a single fucking word of it. Fan. Well, fan is like, it sounds, fan is part of the word elephant. So... Los mejores elefantes del mundo is what we are. <laughs> the best elephants in the world. Um, oh, yes. Okay, you're right. So not even the best. So <laughs> We're not los, the best fans of elefant- Chicago here. Los elefantes más grandes del mundo por Chicago Heroes. 
Yeah. Okay. So we are Mike. really, the, we've had a lot of trouble with this podcast kind of breaking into the Spanish language market. And we've heard, we've heard some feedback for things we're willing to change, things we're not willing to change. And this is a thing we are oddly willing to change. Yeah. We're willing to try to break into that market. We're willing to speak. Uh, we're, you know, we're willing to have a translated version of the podcast, not yeah. willing to pay for it. The only thing we won't translate it into, freaking Russian. Yeah. And why don't you explain why? Because um, they're all bots and they ruin the yeah. election. And yep. it's kind of actually okay to be like racist against the, Russians <laughs> so right the now. Russians are all bots. So that's interesting. <laughs> that's kind of what I think. Yeah. Because I know that if you sort of provide facts or just even facts that are kind of facts or facts. Yeah. On the internet, you'll get called a Russian bot, Yeah, which is, I always find interesting. Cause it's like, you know, how's the, how's the bot Russian, you know, like either I'm right, either I'm Russian or I'm a robot. Uh, robots don't have nationalities, you know? Well, not yet. But we're fighting every day in to the make courts sure that they and on do. the Senate floor to make sure they do. Yeah, we got arrested. Not get them right. Yeah, we rights. do now. Yeah, no robot no rights. No robot rights. Twenty twenty. Yeah, it's and the there's thing about no the presidential chan- candidate who's running on that platform there except isn't. for probably Andrew Yang, Andrew if Yang. I had to guess. Yeah. No robot rights. Twenty twenty, and he doesn't have rhythm. He kind of. There's no this weird kind there. of weird kind of gap between yeah. the the rights and the no robot rights, twenty twenty. And you don't even really need the year there to like. <laughs> no. You don't need to let everybody know what year it is. No, not quite. No, not quite. So <laughs> it's year three for uh, Chicago Heroes Television's it's number one show. Three. Well, do we or do we not? Did we or did we not? We live our lives and seasons. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. sort of the calendar that you and I keep at least up on the wall. Yeah. Has it, we basically crossed off all the, all existing time in history up until the release of the first season of Chicago Heroes. And then it off. Yeah. And any day that it's not airing, we also cross cross off. off. So there's only been like 53 days or something like that. Yeah. So Ben and I are actually tiny little babies. Mm hmm. Uh, so if you call us, so if you do call us names online, that's a violation of the Childhood Online Privacy and Protection Act. Yeah, because they're not protecting us. Copa de vida. So, mm. and I don't have Live in La Vida Loca on the soundboard. I know that. Not that's, yet. I know that's what you were thinking. Was, uh-huh. I wish he would play. Yeah, come Live on, hit Loca. it. Hit that Ricky Martin, babe. <laughs> uh, Ricky Morty. Ricky Morty. <laughs> Ricky. That's something. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Rickon, like from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Rickon more Rick and Marty. Ricky Marty. Graw. So we're just like kind of saying words <laughs> yeah. that sort of sound Ricky Marty foie gras. <laughs> uh, so what would that be? Huh? Okay, so I said it. Ricky Marty foie gras. And then I said, what, what would, would that, that be? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't come up with it. Well, I don't know um, how we're going to make fo- any money off this podcast if we cannot come up with ideas for products that it's we can- It's foie gras served on like a giant anthropomorphic pickle. I love it. Great. And I'm not really sure where Ricky Martin comes into that, but maybe he's the guy serving it. Fucking, it's- He's the guy serving it. It's, yeah. So, and Sarah, I mean, I think you should say that one because it's 
It's funnier than it is rude. <laughs> That's okay. Let's just say that the guy serving it, um, <laughs> he bats for the uh, other team. Other team. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, bats for the other team. Yeah. He's gay. He's gay. So we've solved kind of equality and coming together and inventions coexist bumper stickers are we're selling on our website also. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to make a buck off this podcast. But in the meantime, what we need to do is recap this week's episode of Chicago heroes for our listeners. What do you say? I don't want to, I just want to keep coming up with funny, funny things to say. Work sucks. But we got to do it. No. God damn America. <laughs> but we got to do it. No. Okay. So. Love this episode. I'm just kidding. I want to talk about it all day, every day. It was day. really good. I can't stop talking about it. Before we even were recording, I had like all these thoughts. I was a little chatterbox just chit, 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 chatting away about all the things I loved in this episode, which is to say everything. Yeah. And first off for me personally uh-huh. would be the characters because it's got them yeah uh so chicago heroes if this is your first time listening to the podcast and if you've never watched the show even though it is television's number one show the thing to know about it is it's a show that centers on chicago's uh, best and brightest and strongest and fastest uh so those and we're not talking about olympic divers we aren't no <laughs> um and because they all die because the thing is it's winter right now Oh yeah, and all of Chicago's Olympic divers they tend it's they tend to die off in the winter because they try to they try to the dive into frozen. the lake and then they bonk their heads <laughs> into yeah. the ice. So and that's why the Olympics are only every four years because you have to have time for a new generation of divers to grow. Yeah, it's a rebuilding year every yeah. four years. So. Um, and I know winter comes every year, so the math doesn't perfectly check out on that, but just sort of don't worry about it. Anyway, um, no, we're talking about the heroes of Chicago who are serving its police force. And on the show, the main one of those is Monica, played by Courtney Cox, or as we like to call her. Courtney Cops. There's a firefighter, and his mm -hmm. name is Joey, and he's played by... Matt LeBlanc. Um, which means the white Matt. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, and uh, the great white Matt. Uh, so then there's a paramedic, mm -hmm. and her name is Rachel, and she's played by Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, cold Fox. foxy. But lady. now, if you. Oh, there's a little point we'll come back to it. Okay, How about? cool. Okay. We'll come back to it. You, the rest you of the probably already know what we're going to talk about anyway. Because yeah, you guys watched the show last week. Uh, there's um, the mayor, Mayor Lisa Kudrow, and yes. she's running for president, and she's played by Lisa Kudrow. And there's a lawyer because lawyers are heroes too. Mm, lawyers can be all. heroes too. Yeah, most of all. His La name? Lawyers can be heroes too, most of all. Yes, Chandler, and he's played by Matthew Perry. And then there is one more. He's sort, sort of, of a, a character. Hero, sort of a character. So, yeah, sort of a character, definitely not really a hero. Yeah, you were just being nice. I was being nice. He's kind of a, well. Fucking dork, and yeah, he's kind of a loser. And if a there's a weakest link, there's him. Yeah, he's a dinosaur guy. Doctor. <laughs> he's kind of a dinosaur doctor. Yeah, which doesn't even need to happen. Because they're not real. Yeah. You know, and they never were. Yeah. Uh, and Wait. people keep trying to tell me dinosaurs had feathers, 
right? Had when the science, feathers? Yeah, when the science came out recently, you know, 10 years ago or something, they were like, hey, you know, actually dinosaurs had feathers. They, they didn't look like they looked in Jurassic Park. They had feathers. And I said, uh, fuck off, right? Oh, said, yeah, fuck, fuck off. off. Uh, dinosaurs aren't real. Yeah. So feathers or not, yeah. you can't put a feather on nothing and tell me it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imaginary shit can't have feathers. Anyway, the paleontologist on the show is played by David Swimmer and he's down in Guantanamo <laughs> Bay because he's a out. piece of shit. Trying to swim out. Yeah. He's been framed up for a variety of things and sent down to Guantanamo Bay. He didn't do the things, but he deserves to be he in Guantanamo. Probably more than anybody. The oh, way that lawyers can be any- heroes more than anyone else. Paleontologists can suck shit. Yes. Which is what they've got him doing down there. <laughs> so um, they've got him in a they've got him in a cell um where yeah, it's not filling, by himself. It's filling up with Yeah. Well yeah, it's filled up with a bunch of shitters. And so the shitters are shitting and the cell is filling up with the shit. And the only way that David Swimmer can keep himself from drowning, drowning shit, is he has to, to eat. He has to suck it. So um, that's not very nice is what I was thinking when we saw that webisode where they showed that. <laughs> I said to myself, that's not very nice. What's a, what's a human centipede, but it's just like one guy. <laughs> Whatever it is. Well, I know what it is. A paleontologist. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So we told you we would come back to that member of the cast, uh, the paramedic Rachel, who's played by Jennifer Aniston. But of course- Sort of. Sort of. Uh, the body still, still on point. <clears throat> played by Jennifer <clears throat> Aniston. Moves like Jennifer Aniston. Oh, moves like Jagger Walks Aniston. like Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, does she ever? And we saw that in the last episode, yeah, too. Me looky, me likey. But um, in the last <laughs> episode, there was sort of this surgical procedure that happened that, long story short, ended up giving her Joe Pesci's face. <laughs> and now. That's she's kind of what it. she's living with. Yeah. yeah. And so Joe Pesci's in the series now. Yeah. And that's cool. So anyway, this week uh, on Chicago Heroes, we had. I want to go back to the Joe Pesci thing. Sure. So this is a TV show with countless dollars for production, yeah. for post-production, for special effects, yeah. all that stuff. So I find it very interesting that they choose to sort of practically do Joe Pesci's face on Jennifer Aniston's body. In that, it is Joe Pesci wearing a blonde wig, sort of mm-hmm. standing over, <laughs> standing kind of on top of Jennifer Aniston, okay. and she's got her head sort of inside his ass. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, yeah. I mean, kinda. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we can't be sure. But it's, but it's definitely it, like it's his what face. it looks like. I mean, he's got his kind of legs are dangling down like he's riding a horse. You know? Yeah. I mean, we said she's got his face. He's she's kind of got his whole body on top of her shoulders. Yeah. Do you remember the um I saw this clip online from a show on YouTube mm-hmm. that had some of the same uh, actors sure. as this show. So uh-huh. it had Lisa Kudrow in it, you mm-hmm. know. And um Courtney Cox and one of them, and I can't remember which one, was wearing it. They had a turkey on their head, and they were running around with the turkey on their head. Mm. And I don't know if you saw. It. Did you have you seen this? Did no. you see this? Um, and uh, anyway, that's what it looks like with Jennifer Aniston and Joe Pesci. 
Yeah. And he's not wearing, and kind of like a turkey. He's not wearing anything. Yeah. He's not wearing clothes. Not turkey clothes and not man's clothes. He's so not wearing either. So you kind of have to just see his dick. Yeah. But like a turkey, he doesn't have any hair. Right. So and this is that That's where I got the thing where I said it's kind of like a turkey. Uh-huh. And like a turkey... His, like a turkey, he go gobble, gobble. He does say that a lot. And also like a turkey, I you know how I said his legs were dangling? Well, they are, but his arms are like kind of, they're trussed. So he's got he's got a, 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 a rope, like a twine, tying his wrists together. Yeah. Up over back behind his head. Yeah. Like he's going to be braised, or not braised. Um, roasted? Roasted. Uh-huh. It would be weird to braise a turkey. I don't know what. How don't you, need to do it. I don't know how you braise something. Um, you brown it. Uh-huh. It's like usually you use a tough cup of tougher cut of meat. Mm-hmm. You brown it, yeah. and then you would cook it low and slow in liquid that doesn't fully cover it. Oh, sure, sure, for sure. For a few hours. Got it. Yeah. I, or, I mean, depending on the is. thing, because you could also braise vegetables. Yeah, for um, sure. But you wouldn't really need to braise a turkey. I don't think you'd brine it. Brine it. Which is what Joe Pesci is kind of doing to himself. You baste it. You don't braise it. Kind of what Joe Pesci is doing himself all the time is kind of... Basting himself? Brining himself. Oh, brining. Kind of... He's kind of continually drinking (laughs) gin. Just kind of keeping himself... Brined. Brined up. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, when you picture... (laughs) I mean, you've watched the show. You've seen it. When you picture Rachel... When, as we're describing Ooh, what happened this episode, ah, da, 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 just remember, <laughs> yeah, just remember that it's basically Jennifer Aniston's sexy body. Mm-hmm, with, yum. Now that's something I want to embrace. But you can't see her head because it's up Joe Pesci's ass, <laughs> and Joe Pesci's not wearing any clothes, and he doesn't have any air, and he stinks so bad of liquor that you can smell it through your television. <laughs> And his hands are tied up behind his head, and he's kind of saying gobble, gobble a lot. So just picture that, okay? Okay. So anyway, Sarah, we were going to talk about the actual kind of plot of the episode also, I think. Is that one thing we were going to do? Yeah. We are going to get to that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. This is a recap podcast, so after all. So I love the, the, opening scene of, <laughs> yeah. the opening scene of this episode where um, the judge, right, Judge Judy, she, uh, no relation. No. No. Um, And it's weird that they chose that, I think, for the character's name for the judge, Judge Judy. I mean, she She, was a woman. Why wouldn't she be named Judy, I guess? Oh, and I realized it's because it was played by Judy Dench. Exactly. So it's Judge Judy I. (laughs) Judy I. Yeah, J-U-D-I. Yeah, Judge Judy Dench. Um, you now, you can approach the Dench. You can, yeah, exactly. She had a lot of kind of catchphrases like that <laughs> yeah. that she liked to drop. Mm-hmm. She would say, Dench on the bench. Which is a little less cool than you may now approach the Dench. Yeah. She would say to the lawyers, she'd kind of stop them. She would say, uh, point of, um, point of, Cat tension. Point of cat tension. And why? Why did she say that? I didn't because she's in that. the movie Cats. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> but it's an interesting thing. So she would say that as kind of a 
it was sort of an in-episode promo for her movie, little puns on the movie Cats yeah, that she's in. Yeah, her movie Cats. So she would say, point of cat tension, uh, want to know how much I can dench press? And, and everybody's kind of like... They'd kind of be like, the lawyers would kind of be like, well... We're sort of having to try a trial here and <laughs> put this guy away for life or not. So yeah, what she goes two fifty. And, <laughs> and they're like, Oh, re- that's very strong. <laughs> yeah, which it is. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a lot. Two hundred and fifty pillows. <laughs> and everybody's kinda of like, Okay. How much do you think a pillow weighs? Mm, uh uh a pillow could weigh a pound. Six ounces. You think a pillow weighs six ounces? <laughs> I don't think any chance. I think a pillow weighs a pound. <laughs> a pillow does not weigh a pound. I think a pillow weighs a pound. No way. I think a, no. I think, I think when Judy Gen, Judy Dench said that she could dench press 250 pillows, it's like 250 pounds. No. Now, what we Disagree. don't... Okay. Well, either way, what we don't know is I assumed that a dench press was like a bench press, but it's possible that the dench press is an entire is like a finishing move, you know, an entirely something different. Oh yeah. Maybe it's how many pillows can she iron? Two hundred fifty. She can iron two hundred fifty pillows. She can press them. Did you look up how much a pillow weighs? <laughs> and so go ahead and tell me that now, and our listeners. I don't want to. Why don't you go ahead and tell us? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It turns think. out that you can get extremely light to very heavy pillows yep. uh, that are all standard size. The weights of a standard size memory foam pillow range from one pound to 4.4 pounds. So potentially, if we're talking about Judy dench pressing 250 pillows, she could actually be dench pressing up to 1,000 pounds. And that would I make, don't know why I thought sense. pillows didn't weigh that much. Well, because they're made of light stuff, you know. Yeah. But much like a book, which is made of paper, it ends up being heavy. Ah, you know, um, mm-hmm. or our friendship made up of lots of little interactions ends up being quite strong indeed. Oh, you are the strongest link. Hello. So anyway, um, so we open on this scene. Judge it, du- Judy, Judy, I. Yeah. And she's banging her gavel and she's basically saying, um, like, uh, you are sentenced to death. Uh, and then whatever you say at the end of a court. Goodbye. Goodbye. So what you might be thinking is um, that was the first part of the episode, but there was actually a couple of scenes before that. And yeah. what you're thinking of is the beginning of the second hour. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're saying I was thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And you're right. And they gave us a preview at the beginning of the show. They said, here, they said, today, they said, Today on Chicago Heroes. And then they showed, you are sentenced to, they showed all the kind of gags yeah. that we were just talking about. Yeah. And then they said, you are sentenced to death. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then they, we got the beginning of the show. Da, 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 da. And what we open on is Mayor Lisa Kudrow giving a press conference outside of the courthouse. So she's talking about how this is a trial of the century and it's on her as the mayor of the city to make sure that a serial killer who's been terrorizing the town is um, brought to justice. Yes. And we know from what we know of Mayor Lisa Kudrow that 
mm, she's quite shrewd politically and she's probably seeing this as something that she needs to win in order to nab the presidential nomination, which she's running for. Yeah. She's tried a lot of hijinks and tricks and treats to try to become the president so far. Yeah. So I'm obviously a little bit suspicious, but I, I kind of suspend my disbelief and I'm like, I was kind of like, holy fucking shit, there's a serial killer out? Like, sign me up for this episode, bro. Yeah. You know, I was like munching my popcorn. Yeah. You know? And And it was loud. Oh, chunk, 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 chunk. It's not like mostly you were just chewing on kernels. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so that's funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it is. Okay, so I know that you're going to want me to explain that. Um, Why was I just chewing on kernels when we were watching the show? Because uh, I know it's really loud, and I know lots of times you've asked me not to chew kernels when we're watching the show. Mm-hmm. Probably every week you've asked me that. Um, I gave the popped kernels. So there's the popped, you know how when you make popcorn, there's the popped kernels. And those are, by all accounts, the good ones. Yeah, those are the ones you want. And then there's the unpopped kernels. Uh huh. And those are, for most people, the, the bad, bad ones. ones. Um, so. I gave the pop kernels to the homeless. I gave the pop kernels to the homeless. They didn't want them. They said these are soggy. I said that's because I dropped them in the water. <laughs> they said it's what water. water. <laughs> yeah, because obviously Chicago's been in a drought. And I said, oh, it's water I saved. <laughs> it was water I saved from the summer. They're kind of like, I think you're lying to us. You kind of have the tone of voice of like when you lie. You're not looking at any of us in the face. Yeah. I said, you don't even know me. They said, we know you. You come down here all the time and try to give us wet food. And I said, oh, it was because I was taking a bath. And then they kind of said, okay, goodbye. And they like kind of walked away. So that's why... I had to chew the kernels. So does that explain it? Fully. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> the thing is there's a, so anyway, the thing is there's a serial killer out in Chicago in the episode. Uh-huh. And he's um, killing people. the bodies are piling up. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. There's like 70, 80. Oh yeah, yeah, Bodies? and 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 that's all part of uh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow's uh, presser, you yeah. know. And she actually has a, she actually has a record. She pulls out her phone and she says, "I just got this voicemail from the killer," uh-huh. and she plays it into the um, microphone. Yep. And it's it's this. Um, it goes, you know, I'm going to kill. It's but it's like um, it's kind of like Bane voice, you know, like like I'm going. I'm going to kill kind of cookie monster man. <laughs> I'm going to kill one kid every hour until you catch me. Which is kind of like not that good of an ultimatum because it's like regardless, we're gonna try to catch until you if you're you killing me. people. He's sort of toying with them, and that's one of these things that these sickos, these a sick real mastermind, a sick fuck pervs, yeah, will do. Yeah. Um. And he goes, and then, which is funny, because you remember right after that in the voicemail, he said, I'm not a pervert or anything. That's what you're thinking. I killed him with a gun from a long way away. <laughs> That's all. 
And everybody's kind of like, okay, sure, buddy. <laughs> still bad. Is yeah, it's they, still yeah. bad. They're kind of looking at each other out in the crowd. They're kind of like, okay, <laughs> got it. Thanks. Yeah. Cleared some stuff up yeah. for us. Thanks. And then the message keeps still going. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I know what you're thinking. And I know it's bad. That's why I'm doing it. And everybody's kind of like, okay, yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sort really got on the same page. Kind of laying it on thick, this yeah. guy. Yeah, kind of a of, fucking loser, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that was pretty much, so we know that the heat is on, right? Oh, it's, is it ever on? Miami and the heat is on. And mm-hmm. it's cold in Chicago, but the heat is on. And we, and we cut to, and this is funny. What for? Because yeah, what you just said, funny. we cut to the police station where everybody's shivering yeah. because their heat not working. It off. Um. So Monica is there, uh-huh. and why don't you um? Why don't you remind me what happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. they're just shivering in there, and Monica starts kind of handing out blankets and wrapping everybody up in blankets and giving them hot cocoa and just kind of like rubbing their backs. And I'm kind of like, okay, mm, Courtney Cops has a soft side. Yeah. And um, what they're really doing is a bait and switch, right? The show. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, because we're thinking, oh, it's going to be polices that we're going to be seeing yeah doing their thing gonna be kind of nice and cop monica is going to be like showing off her sensitive side and Mm -hmm. i was all ready for that i love to see strong female characters who are showing off their soft and sexy side along with their strong and sexy side and plus not at all eager to see the murder of the 70 plus children solved no right I like suspense. One kid every hour going to be getting killed and you're kind of... Until hmm, we find him. Nice to see the police is uh, being happy. Yeah. Um, Despite all this, the police can still find joy and that's what I like. Right. And what they're doing also, because this is also, and I don't like to get political too often on here, but uh, it's a work slowdown. And so doing a work slowdown is actually a form of resistance against mm. capital, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got labor pitted against capital and the cops is labor because they do the labor for the mayor who pays their salaries and gets rich off of it. Uh-huh. And so when they don't go find a murderer, that's um, actually a form of resistance. Yeah. And I was saying to you, I poked you. You explained all that to me. Yeah. And I kept poking you in the side and saying, cops, welcome to the resistance. Yeah, you did. Anyway, so we'd see that, and then we go back to the courthouse. Right. Uh, where Matthew Perry, who plays a character named Chandler, and he's a lawyer. Who used uh, to be a pig. Yes. And not like a cop. Used to be a real pig. That's how he grew up. And you can listen to an episode earlier this season if you want to hear about it. Yes. He is buried in paperwork. Buried uh-huh. in discovery. Yeah. Right? So he's discovering things. place looks like a pig pen. It really does. And he's got hay down or straw. Kind of just shitting wherever he pleases. Yeah, and then rooting in it. Yeah. Um, And he gets a rap, rap, rap at his door. Uh Uh-huh. And who be this? It be Marilee Sacudro. Yeah. And she sort of stomps in and she just kind of like walks through all the shit and mud and hay without really thinking about it. Yeah. And she walks over to Chandler and she picks him up by his collar. Yeah. And she says... This is the most important trial of my life. Do not blow this. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
She goes, what? You might say it's the hashtag trial of the century. Looks straight at the camera. Uh-huh. And then, of course, then we get the super along the bottom of the yeah. TV screen that says hashtag trial of the century. Join the conversation. Yep. Brought to you by Pepsi. www.pepsi.com. Slash trial of the century. Join the conversation. Dot com. So they did the dot com <laughs> twice, twice, yeah. kind of once where it's supposed to go. And then another time just to make sure. The end. Yeah. And we saw. So nice it they had to say a- it twice. Yeah. And it kind of took away from the scene where we saw the guy who had done, like we saw those letters getting deleted off the link. Like they <laughs> kind of typed too far and they're like. Oh, they were doing it live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We forgot to say. um that right at the beginning of this whole episode, and we it, forgot oh, a lot from the beginning. We forgot right at the beginning of this one. It actually opened on the set of um, Bill O'Reilly, and Bill O'Reilly was getting kind of frustrated because he was trying to read off the teleprompter, uh-huh. and he was like, "And to play us off, to play and playing us off, Sting." And he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And he goes, "He goes, fuck it, we'll do it live." And then it zoomed into his brain uh-huh so the camera zoomed in through his eyeball into his brain his tiny little itsy bitsy brain yeah and it zoomed through his brain testins basically whatever you call the folds of the brain testins the brain testins and kind of zoom 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 zooming through his brain like it's electricity or something yes um and then we come out of it and we are in the courthouse Right, so it was like the camera traveled through his brain, and we landed in the courthouse. Yeah, so there's an argument to be made that this whole episode was just is in- happening inside Bill O'Reilly's head, like as he has a seizure or something, or a stroke, or like his his brain's kind of malfunctioning. Yeah, he's imagining an episode of Chicago Heroes. Yeah, and I don't get why. Why? <laughs> well, because like you said, they're doing it live. So. Oh, okay. So that all checks out. Yeah. So anyway, because so, it's kind of a riff on there's this famous YouTube clip of Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, saying, totally. Fuck I, it, we'll do it live. Yeah, I totally so get that. I think they were kind of. I think the not, writers of this show were just kind of trying to use that and kind of go with it. Yeah, that's loose. Yeah, and obviously there's been multiple episodes of this show before that took place entirely inside a snow globe or that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. So it's not really out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's a pretty common thing they like to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, so you, Lisa Kudrow tells Chandler it's a trial of the century. Chandler yeah. says, I won't fuck this up for you. I swear right. to God. And she says something. She goes, well, you fucked this up like uh, practically a million times already. Yeah. So just don't do it this time. Right. And I'm kind of wondering, what is she talking about? Right. And what I'm thinking even is like, okay, like they don't even have a guy yet. Right. Yeah. Like the guy is not here on the, in the wind, as they like to say. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's on the dench. Well, but he's not yet. Yeah. Um, but Chandler doesn't seem too worried about that. No, he thinks he's just going to get this all tied yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, Lisa Kudrow kind of says, you know, I need you to catch this guy. And he goes, I got it. And then as Lisa Kudrow is walking away, she says to herself, I know what lawyers do. They catch the criminals. <laughs> And they prosecute them. Yep. <laughs> so she says that to herself. Yeah. And... Chandler kind of is back in his office and he goes, yep. Uh, Time to go. Yeah. So what he does then is he, um, he picks up the phone and we get a little bit of like, 
Um, I don't know what it's called when in a dramatic work, they don't show you a piece of information, right? Like, so we see him make a phone call, but we don't hear what he says. Right. Or what the other person, we just hear him kind of go like, hey, listen, I need a favor. Yes, and that's it. Right. And then we cut yep. to- Courtroom. We, yeah, we cut to the steps of the courtroom. Yep. Right? And there's a perp walk. Uh-huh. Right? And there's a perp being- Walked. Into- Hell. <laughs> and it's about to be his own personal hell. Exactly. That's court. what I meant. Yeah. Um, and there's all these protesters, basically all the parents of the dead kids. Saying, you killed my son. Yes. Uh, and they're- You're a monster. Right. And I don't know really what they're protesting other than just like- Well, they're just trying to get their feelings out, right? Yeah. But like, no, nobody disagrees. Like everybody's kind of like, yeah, no, Oh yeah, because I call them protesters. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're not protesting much besides like their own kids being dead, which can't really get reversed. So mostly they're just sort of saying like, ah, we, yeah. we're mad. Well, there was that one sort of vocal contingent that was saying, um, bring our kids back, bring them back to life. We want to see our kids yeah, alive else- again, alive again. <laughs> Bad rhythm. Yeah. And everybody just kept kind of like saying, don't do that. And like crying. That was the other that was the other kind of there. So there started to be two this factions. Kind of two factions. Yeah. The other ones don't do that. <laughs> Our kids are it. They're already in hell. <laughs> it's kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Just sort of saying things, but trying to like really match the cadence of a chant. Right. And um, just, just kind of saying anything. Yeah. 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 And there's like the one guy, right? What the one time guy- is it? Yeah. It's 1230. Oh, I thought it was like 11 a.m. I could use some lunch. Yeah, and those are the two uh, the two TV reporters kind yeah. of standing around. <laughs> yeah, report, then, reporting live. Yeah, and then there was the guy, and that was on the air. And then yeah. there was the guy who's like, you know, bring back the $6 burger at Carl's Jr. Do it, Mayor Lisa. I want to eat it. <laughs> and what I was kind of thinking there was then I had noticed that one of the commercials for the show in the middle when they put the commercials yeah. was a um, yep. was a Carl's Jr.'s commercial. Uh-huh. And I was like, so that was product placement. <laughs> totally. They're this protester. Yeah. Kind of the dead kid's parents are all around. Yeah. Then you got the one guy. A value <laughs> meal for $6. The burger doesn't actually cost $6. He looks around at the other protesters. I know what you're thinking. That's an expensive fast food burger. It costs less than that but it tastes like it costs six dollars and that's why they call it the six dollar burger and everybody's kind of like oh yeah, everyone goes oh yeah got it. got it i said it was like a little moment but it was most of the scene it was kind of most of the scene so they basically the co- oh that makes sense i can't wait to try it I'm gonna go to Carl's Jr. after I finish protesting my son's death. <laughs> yeah, and it was all sons, right? It was all sons. This well, guy yeah, only serial killed... killers have a type, right? And there were the daughters that he had killed, but the parents of the daughters were still saying, you know, you killed my son. I, she was a, she was actually a daughter, but I <laughs> always wanted a son, and now I can pretend. <laughs> 
And it's mostly husbands doing that. Mostly the husbands doing that. And then kind of the wives are mostly like "Mm, crying. Yeah, we're thinking about the burger. And we saw that. Yeah, we saw And do you want to remind us how we saw what they were thinking about? Yeah, a little thought bubble over their head. And what was interesting is like it was a bunch of different dots stemming from a bunch of people's different heads, but they were all sort of meeting in the middle over this crowd into one image, which was the burger. Yeah. So if you can imagine that. Yeah. And Mayor Lisa Kudrow, basically, they get to the top of the steps and she wanted to personally walk the perp in to the courthouse. Um, Yeah, like it was freaking her dad on her wedding day. Yeah. And she... uh, yeah so so arm in arm walking the dad down the aisle on her wedding day exactly (laughs) exactly right back out back away from the because on your wedding your dad walks you to the front right Uh and then but then you have to walk because well now he's at the front and he's not supposed to be at the front (laughs) so so you gotta walk him so you gotta walk him back to where he came from yeah and there's a lot of weddings where Listen, and then they he's were just playing Canon in D, and I was like, oh, this is like a wedding. Yes. In, uh, Canon in D. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Yeah, good stuff. And they were playing that, and that's because um, the courthouse had been double booked. Um, so... Uh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow turns around at the top of the steps uh, and she says, uh, we're going to, we're going to sentence, uh, we're going to sentence this guy, this perp, this disgusting, sick perp, this pervert, this pervy ser- perp, this pervy little perp to death. Yeah. We're going to sentence him to death and everybody's cheering, right? Yeah. Cheering. Uh-huh. She goes. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! And, and everybody kind of is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fuck? weird. <laughs> um, I have a video that I'm going to post it online. Yeah. And Twitter went viral. Yeah. So we cut out to basically the people in their basements or on their phones on the subway or whatever watching that moment of Mayor Lisa Kudrow and uh, all kind of watching that moment. Yep. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Going, she's done for. Well, yeah. But Chandler thinks to himself, well, if I win this case, I can turn everything around for her and for me. Exactly. And he does. He wins the case. Yeah. It's pretty cut and dry. We pretty much cut to the end of, remember the part that I started the show with? Yeah. Uh, that's where we cut to. Uh, with Hank of the Hill walking in on Bobby. Yeah, except actually after that, the part that I started the recap of Chicago Heroes with, with Dame Judge Judy Dench. Judge oh, Judy Dench. Yeah. And she's banging her gavel. Oh, and she's saying, you are... I hereby sentence you to death. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, and we haven't even said who the perp was played by. Um, Do we need to? No, not really. Uh, I think people probably recognize them. Yes, exactly. So you know who it was. So anyway, um, and we probably should say because the perp oh, factors in pretty. Do we have to? The perp factors pretty heavily oh, into the kind of the do next. Do we have to? Bit, you know. Yeah, but um, if they know, then they know. You're right. 
So funny. Okay, fine. Funny actor. We'll say it on the count of three. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Jason, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was Jason Sudeikis. Funny guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and he's kind of hamming it up, so his crying <laughs> is really big. So when she yeah. sentences him... He goes, to, oh! <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, and she says... I don't want to see your crocodile tears, you sick pervert. That's what the judge says. Yeah. Kind of, that's, what, that's the only thing anyone ever really calls him. And he's like, I thought I said I wasn't a pervert. I didn't even do it. Vociferously claiming his innocence. Yeah. Right? Um, I've done nothing wrong my entire life. And that really sets Chandler off. Right? Like, so Chandler gets given um what is it called when you get out of order in the court i mean they say you know you're out of order yeah but um i That's guess sort of it out of order uh and the contempt uh, contempt of yes. court yes contempt. He, gets, he gets held in contempt of court yeah because because when the guy goes and you did such a good impression of jason sudeikis when he goes <laughs> i've never done anything wrong in my, in my life <laughs> And Chandler goes, that couldn't be any more of a lie. Uh-huh. And he's... Contempt. Contempt for saying that. Um, which is kind of interesting because... But the, I was content when he said it. I was, it was so content. Funny. It was really funny. He really hammed that one up. Yeah. And that's what you get when you get two great performers going toe-to-toe. Oh. Right? I mean, some of the classic duos, you've got Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. You've got... Sonny and Cher. Exactly. Um, Donnie and Marie. Osmond. Yes, the two of the three stooges. Yeah, thing one and thing two. Uh Uh-huh. And of course, Sandler and Schneider. Exactly. And so when you get those kind of dynamic duos, you get the you get synergy. Yeah. So pretty much Chandler's really mad at this guy, and I'm kind of watching, I'm like, something's personal here, you know? Um, because we 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 then basically we get all the heroes celebrating, right? We get a nice scene at a bar that we haven't been to in a while. Oh, right? Sulligans. Sulligans. Yeah. So Sulligans is the official bar of Chicago heroes. That's where they always go to hang after shifts. That's where they sometimes take their first dates. We've seen them do all sorts of stuff at Sulligans. There's been great bottle episodes. At yes, there. when they were trapped inside Sulligans. So all the heroes go and they're kind of celebrating and patting Chandler on the back. Um, they're all buying him rounds of cup of, chow- cup of chowders. Yep. Um, which is the official drink of Chicago and of Chicago heroes. Yeah, that's t- tasty, tasty Chicago chowder. Come down to Sulligans and have a cuppa. So they do. Oh, but Chandler, I notice, can't sleep at night afterwards. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So we get back to the hero house, and he's laying in his bed, and mm-hmm. he's sort of tossing bed. and turning, and to the Top point. Bunk. Yeah, to the point where Joey kind of like knocks on it from the bottom <laughs> bunk and is like, "Hey, buddy, what's going on?" Yeah. And uh, Chandler goes, "I got something I need to do." <laughs> yeah. He gets out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Wearing his PJs, puts his little slippies on, mm-hmm. and gets in the Footy car. PJs. Yeah, gets in the car. Yeah. Where does he go? Uh, drives all night. To jail. Um, to jail. And where the guy is, the guy who did this heinous crime, played by Jason Sudeikis. Right. Uh, uh, name in the show also Jason. 
oh, that was the killer's name. Yeah. Yeah, it was just Jason, one word. Just Jason. Yeah, so he goes, um, take me to Jason is what he is what Chandler pretty much says. Yeah, to his car before he puts the key in the ignition. <laughs> well, and he doesn't even have to... Um, when you say put his key in the ignition, of course, what you mean is kind of... Just self-start the car. Self-start the car. Yeah. Um, Get the engine running from inside the house so that it's nice and warm when he gets outside the house and gets into the car. Right. And it's a self-driving car, right? Um, yeah. And it takes him to Jason. Yeah. Because it's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and its wheels turn sideways to parallel park. Very cool. Ooh. Very cool. Sexy. It's got Only the gold a lawyer wing- can have that kind of car. Gullwing doors. Uh-huh. Uh, and that brings us to our... Favorite feature moment of this episode. Um, what was your favorite feature, Sarah, of Chandler's uh, 2011 self-driving uh, Hyundai Sonata? Um, cigarette lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was yours? What was your favorite thing that he did with the... And that brings us to this week's... Um, that that brings us to this week's smoking <laughs> moment. What was your favorite thing that Chandler did with the cigarette lighter? It's a hard, uh, it's a tie yeah. between lighting a cigar and then inhaling the cigar and then coughing a whole bunch, or when he lit it and then put it on his forearm and just kind of held it there so he could finally feel something. Right. Yes. What about you? What? Wait, wait, let's back out and go back to the favorite feature moment. What was your favorite feature of the 2011 Hyundai thing? Uh, compact disc player. Oh, nice. And that brings us to this week's Name That Tune. What was your favorite song that Chandler played on that CD disc player? Take My Breath Away. Take my breath away. That's great. That's great. Only song he listened to. Mm-hmm. On A repeat. lot of times, yep. And that's this week's Name That Tune and this week's favorite feature segment so the point at which um so then we kind of cut back into the jail and uh chandler's in the solitary confinement because that's the place that they have to keep this keep jason um yeah sort of like uh david swimmer ross the paleontologist at guantanamo he's in solitary but full it's full of shit that's where that's what david swimmer's got yeah jason not full of shit. Just he gets nicer, nicer conditions. Yeah, yeah. Just and a actually, kind of shitty room. I would say his room was kind of pimped out. I mean, like for jail anyway. Oh sure. Right. I mean, they let him have little like Christmas lights, and then those stars that glow. Yeah, on the, the Christmas ceiling. lights and the stars that glow on the ceiling. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, and really bright. The stars that glow on the ceiling, really, really, really bright. Maybe yeah. too bright to make you be able to go to sleep. Yeah. So, so it's actually kind of torture. Yeah. So when we get there, Jason seems to be going a little mad. Yeah. Because they had actually also provided him with a step stool. Yeah. Right. But the step stool is was at the perfect height for him to be able to get half an inch away from being able to pull the star stars off the ceiling. Right. So he go, so even when, jumping. Even jumping. Yeah, so it was actually calibrated for jumping. So when I said, so it was for the jumping, right? So when we walk, so when Chandler arrives, he kind of just stands there watching Jason for a little bit. Yeah, and you can see Jason kind of doing some like box training where he's like jump, learning how to jump higher. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, doing uh, burpees. Yeah, mountain climbers. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Getting in Squats. really, really good shape. Really good shape and yeah, he's ripped. Kind of going insane. Yeah, right? he can probably dench 250, 300 pounds at this point. Yeah, 
climbing up the steps, trying to jump and grab the stars. Yep. Can't do it. Yep. And he's like, I'm going fucking insane. That's <laughs> what so he's kind of saying. Yeah. And uh, Kind of like the Joker. He's trying to, um, he tries to bash his, his own brains in on the wall, but the walls are really soft. Yeah, they They're just kind of go bonk. Pillow, pillow soft. Yeah. Um, bonk. Yeah. So they don't even make, so that sound is Jason's making it when yeah. he... He just he's he saying it to make it maybe feel a little bit worse than it does. I'm going to <laughs> bash my fucking brains in. Fuck. <laughs> so Chandler watches this. For a while. For a while. And every once in a while, Jason will kind of get tired and uh, fall asleep. Kind of like sit down on the floor, take a nap. And then Wake back up. He gets up like a shot, right? Yeah. Like there's, It's zero to 60. I'm going to fucking bash my head in. Yeah. And he starts to, after a while, it all kinds of breaks down. He goes, you know, I'm going to fucking bonk myself. <laughs> and so finally... Chandler Chandler goes um, and the door's been open this whole time Chandler goes knock knock <laughs> and and Jason's like hey how'd you get in here yeah uh, Chandler and uh, Chandler goes um, oh they told me the secret password and Jason goes you're telling me there's a secret password spends a while trying to guess it yeah Chandler's is like, it one two three four is it Password. Is it Abracadabra? Yeah. Is it um four twenty sixty nine? Ha ha. LOL. Pop quiz. It's a pop quiz. Can't get it. Cannot. Chandler keeps going. You're not gonna guess it. You're never gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. Yeah. Can't guess it. You couldn't be any more wrong. So they kind of go back and forth doing that thing, and then they uh they sit down, and yeah, Chandler just kind of sits his bare ass down on the pavement and yeah jason does the same yeah so it was like interesting because in terms of the pavement i thought it was interesting because of course at any point jason if he had really wanted to bonk himself he just bonked his head on the freaking ground right hadn't thought of that chandler tells him that <laughs> couldn't think of yeah because if you really wanted to kill yourself you could just bash your head into the ground instead of the walls yeah, and Jason kind of go. He goes. He goes. I'm such a fucking idiot. And he runs over the wall, starts bonking oh. his head against it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of an idiot. Yeah, I'm like the fuck. But so, um, so anyway, so then, yeah, they, anyway. So after that, then they have their heart to heart. And and basically, Chandler, you know, so so Jason goes like, "All right, what are you here for, man? You you already ruined my, you already ruined my fucking life. Uh, I'm on death row, supposed to get executed. Yeah, I should be bonking you into these walls, right. buddy." And Chandler says, "I, I, before you die by." my hand not literally but you know figuratively i'm the one who is the stroke you of die. my pen yes exactly and that's he kind of said all those things at once and he goes before that i need to tell you something okay i'm on the edge of my seat yeah. what is it is he in love with him yeah is, you, yeah yeah i thought he was in love with him 
And it really seemed like it was going to set up that way. Yeah. So he goes, um, I've known you for such a long time. Um, we have, I, I feel like I know everything about you and you know, everything about me. And when I look at you, it's like seeing a mirror reflecting back all the best parts of myself to me. And you make me want to be a better man. And I, even think about what it would be like to raise children with you. And I've never really even thought mm, about that before. Mm. And I want to wake up next to you every day mm. and I want to fight with you, but I want, you know, to make up with you too. Mm. And, um, I want to grow old with you and, you know, I want to sit on a rocking chair next to you and mm. just talking about everything and nothing. And, I want to tell our kids this beautiful story of how we met. And I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. And, and uh, Jason's asleep at that point. Really so, tuckered himself out. Yeah. Cause he was listening so hard. Um, and to be honest, it was kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Jason's uh, snoozing and there's a little Z, 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 kind of animation coming off of mm -hmm. him. And so um, Chandler goes, I guess what I'm saying is I have a confession to make. And uh, yeah, after he says, what do you think? He notices Jason is sleeping. He notices and he Jason goes, is sleeping. I guess I have a confession to make. Yeah. Could I have any more of a confession to make? Yes. Yes. Um, so, he so he gave that whole speech and then he pretty much goes um he wakes jason up so that whole thing he just pokes him happened. he's like hey he man him, get up get i have the, a confession to make get up yeah um jason goes what and um chandler goes you know how he goes you know you may not remember this but he goes you know i you're supposed to be executed in eight hours jason goes i yeah i remember that it's gonna happen in eight hours get executed and chandler goes he, that mm, yeah, I know. I was going to say, you're not going to remember the thing from before that. And he goes, oh, okay. And Chandler goes, you may not remember this, but I, I got you put on trial for, for killing all those kids, and now you're going to get executed. But before that, um, like about a year ago or whatever, I had you on trial for basically running a drug ring. And Jason's and like, yeah, I know. I remember. I was there. Yeah. And you had no evidence against me whatsoever and it, I didn't do it. Yeah. And, and I wasn't, I was found not guilty. Right. And Chandler goes, well, you know, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe you didn't do it. Um, all I know is, uh, I had you framed to look like you did it. And Jason goes, what Why? the fuck, man? You sent that cop to my house to make it look like I was running a drug ring. And then she busted me and he's like, yeah, and then Jason's like, why? And Chandler's like, well, well, before I get to that, like, okay, so do you remember like a couple more years before that when um, you were accused of um, burning down um, an entire city block? Jason goes, uh, let me see if I can remember that. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> thinking I remember that. And Jason continues. He says, and I was also not guilty then again, there was like no shred of evidence against me and I didn't fucking do it, dude. And, and Chandler's all like, 
Well, maybe. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. And Jason's like, so, and yeah, and Chandler goes, but, you know, I framed you. And <laughs> yeah. he goes, maybe you did it. You know, all I know is I framed you to, that it looked like you did it. And Jason's like, why? And Chandler's like, well, <laughs> before we get to that, there's actually from a couple years before that. Mm. Do you remember why you were in the courthouse this lot, this time before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Jason goes, uh, yeah, I'm thinking I remember why I was in the courthouse the time before. And Chandler goes, you like to say that phrase a lot, don't you? I'm like sort of, I'm thinking I remember. Yeah. And Jason goes, uh, yeah, I'm thinking, thinking I, I do. do. And he goes. Uh, that was the high five moment of the show where you and I. We, you and I did a high, high five. five. And that's been this week's high, high five, five moment. moment. And uh, basically um, Chandler goes, do you remember? Yeah, a couple months. Or Jason goes, Jason's the one telling the story now. Yeah. And he goes. He's the captain now. Look at me. I'm the captain now, right? Yep, that's what he does. Okay, okay. love it. And then he tells the story. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chatana. Chad Hanks. Yep. Okay. And there's a connection there. Tom. Son of Tom. Son of Tom. Okay. In that movie. All right. And that's been this week's... Um, there's a connection. There's a connection moment. So anyway, yeah, Jason goes, yeah, I remember from a couple of years before I was in... And I mean, he sounds like a fucking psycho who's been going insane in solitary while he's saying this, but I'm kind of you know, cleaning up some of the language yeah, and the voice sure. and stuff for you guys. I mean, he was practically unintelligible. Yeah. Um, but he said... Uh, Bonk he, your head on a pillow enough times. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I remember that um, basically I I got indicted on 15 counts of um, mail fraud for uh, selling counterfeit Viagra over the internet. And I never did that, and I would never do that. I don't even know how to do that. He goes, he yeah. He goes, my dick works perfect. And so then... And now I'll never get to use it again, because of you. Yeah. Um, Chandler goes, well, maybe you did it, maybe you didn't. Maybe you did it, maybe you didn't. But all I know is, I framed you for it. Yeah. I had my friend, Monica, sell counterfeit Viagra over the internet. to create, In your name. In your name. Create yeah. evidence. Yep. A lot of people, he goes, a lot of people died. <laughs> a lot of people died. Because of for that. For me to frame you for that. Yeah. And Jason goes, why did you do that? And Chandler goes, well, actually, before we get to yeah. that, let's go back a couple of years before. Let me explain something. Let me explain something. Um, Do you remember a little time when you were in the courthouse again? But it was for something different. Mm -hmm. And that thing was illegal firearms. Yeah. And Jason goes, yeah, of course I remember that. Like, you know, what happened was I was getting into my car outside my apartment and mm -hmm. I got in and then a cop slides in next to me and puts a bunch of illegal firearms in my back seat. And then <laughs> she just puts a, her gun to my head. And says, you're under arrest. Yeah. She goes, she's like, what's the gun? She put the gun to my head and she said, you're under arrest. She goes, now put your fingerprints all over those guns. And her gun was to my head, so I had to. Yeah. And then it turns out there's like no other evidence of me ever purchasing or owning these firearms. Yeah. So why? Why would you? Why would you do this? Right. 
help me help, help you. you. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's what he says to Chandler, and Chandler goes, well, ma'am, not really, because all I know is you did that. And he goes, no, I didn't. And Chandler goes, well, according to the frame-up job I did on you, you, you did. did. Uh, and Jason goes, well, no, actually, according to the frame-up job you did on me, I didn't, because you weren't able to convict me for a single one of these cases. And Chandler winks at him real big. Right. And Jason goes, like, Jason, like, looks back at the wink and he goes, oh, okay. Oh, so I'm, oh, so I'm the fucking idiot now. Because he, he looks around, you know? Yeah. Because Chandler winks at him and taps his watch, uh-huh. you know, like, tick tock. You're about to die. About to get executed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm the fucking idiot now. Um, Chandler goes, well, the reason I did, did that one was because basically few years before, because basically a few years before that, uh, do you remember when you were in court for the first time for selling dope, reefer, marijuana, cannabis, and the devil's lettuce. Lettuce. And um, Jason goes, yeah, of course I remember that. And he goes, I don't even know how I got there in the first place. I All I did was sell some fucking idiot college student like a bag of oregano on the street and chandler goes wait what he goes that wasn't what and jason goes yeah i just like had this bag of oregano and my friends dared me to sell it to somebody like on the street and pretend it was weed and i thought it'd be funny and i did and i made like 15 bucks off of it from some loser ass college student yeah fucking nerd some like fucking a nerd like nerd. looks like he used to be a freaking pig or something yeah and chandler goes okay that kind of makes sense he says that yeah yeah he goes, okay, that kind of makes sense. He goes, that guy was me. And that Jason goes, me. oh, no way. Like he kind of knew it. Oh, it's a little weird the way he says it. It's like. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of like, I think they were both figuring things out kind of in real time. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. And Chandler goes, yes way. He goes, and I was so he goes, I was so freaking pissed off at you, man. I could have fucking killed you right then and there when I when that. I, I, I went, smoked that <sighs> weed and it didn't do shit for me and it tasted like ass. And he goes, so what I did, he goes, I was a first year lawyer. I wasn't even a college student. I was done with college. I just, I just looked, looked young. young. Because I went to my friend, Monica, ever heard of her? And, and Jason's like, yeah, yeah, dude, like she I'm framed think- me for like a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking I've stuff. heard of her. <laughs> I'm thinking I've heard of her. And Chandler goes, I basically told her, we got to arrest this fucking punk for selling me swag and try him in court. And, Mon- and she told me, you can't arrest somebody for selling swag. And he goes, it should be a crime to sell swag. And she goes, it's not a crime to sell swag, but it is a crime to sell any marijuana. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess I should know that because I'm a lawyer. And yep. so they kind of have that, or J- Chandler kind of tells him about that. And he goes, so basically, I've been pissed at you ever since. Yeah, and Jason goes, okay, well, um, that's fucked up. Like, you're getting me killed Yeah, because of that. And he goes, like, so... 
why are you even telling me this, bro? And Chandler goes, well, because I feel sort of bad that I find you for all these things. and I can't sleep at night. I can't sleep at night, but I figure if I tell you this, my secret will die with you. Which, okay, to be honest, kind of fucked up. What do you think? Oh, I liked it. You liked that? (laughs) Yeah. What did you like about that? I just like the idea that like you can just sort of tell somebody something and then when they die, you don't ever have to think about it again. Word. And now I'm feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I think also if you've done something bad to someone, the person you need forgiveness from is them. Yeah. So, you know, Chandler is kind of doing this interesting thing where he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Uh So he's sort of trying to get forgiven by Jason. Um, but also not getting consequences for his actions because Jason's going to get put to death by the state. Yeah. And he does um, say to Jason, so do you like forgive me or what? Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's or whatever. like, no. Yeah. Jason goes like, I'm, th- yeah, no, no I'm going to fucking die. I'm thinking I'm going to go bonk my head on the wall. <laughs> Chandler goes, I think we went over that. Yeah. Um, and Chandler's wheels start turning, right? He goes, he goes, you know what? I think I, I think I know a way out of this. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me eight hours. Jason goes, I don't have eight hours. Yeah. Jason I have goes, like seven, seven hours now. Yeah. Chandler goes, okay, just, okay. Then give me seven hours. Give me seven hours. Right. Um, and then Chandler pretty much, um, tries to like appeal yeah, the case I, in the next seven hours. Right. And it's a pretty cut and dry thing. Actually, he doesn't yeah. really need seven hours. He just goes and he says, I would like to appeal the case or the, the, uh, co- conviction or whatever that is. And he sort of says those exact words. And then the person at the court is like, Hey, you can't do that. It's your own thing. Like you won the case. Why would you appeal a case you won? You can't even legally do that. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, I, uh, I didn't know that. He goes, yeah, I didn't know huh, that. Food for thought. Didn't know that rule. Yeah. Yeah. It, he says food for thought and then it's all ding. And this um, $6 burger appears it's, in a thought bubble above yep, his head. Yeah. And he goes to get one and he eats it and it's delicious. Yeah. And then he like looks at his watch and he's like, oh, fucking crap. It's It's been seven hours. So he goes, he goes, I gotta go. Car, take me to Jason. And so the car takes him to Jason. He gets back to the place yep. and everything. We don't have to go over that again. Gets back to the place. And so like the pretty much like the prison's the, execu- much, yeah, execution the, grounds, yeah. right? So they've kind of got a lot of different ways that they can execute people at the prison. And they have a whole kind of stadium built for it and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all kinds like of different cool. And then for like a, for, um, yeah, like shooting. For him. getting shot. Yeah. yeah. And then like an electric chair. Right. And then like a table, like a medical table where you can lay on and they give you injection. Yeah. Or And then another second medical table <laughs> where they bring in um, people who are training to be surgeons to operate on you. And until you die. Exp- until you die. Um, Drowning pool. Uh-huh. Or like um, a trebuchet where they, they just sort of, of like. Put you in it. Put you in. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty self-explanatory. Fling you out of the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you just kind of splat wherever. Right. Uh, and the rules are, of course, if you survive the execution, then you get to live. Right? So, so you, what are, you get to choose. So which one are you choosing? So I would definitely, out of the ones so far that they've listed, I'm going to choose, I'm not going to choose the surgery one because it's kind of implied, it's almost in the rules of the method 
that they just get to operate on you until you die. So there doesn't really seem like there's a chance to survive that one. Like even if you go through the pain of being cut open or whatever, like eventually they're just they're gonna, like, gonna rip finish. your heart gonna, out like, or whatever. Finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would probably out of the ones so far, I would probably would go for the trebuchet, <laughs> or I mean probably the trebuchet because the shooting one also seems like it would it would work, you know? Yeah. And they get to shoot as you, at you as many and times as they want. Many times as they want. Yeah. So and they use machine gun. <laughs> so yeah. So I choose yeah. a trebuchet too because yeah. it's just like if you, you are allowed to <laughs> run back and forth along the wall and try to dodge. <laughs> and the reason we know all this is they kind of had a lot of executions lined up. So when <laughs> Chandler gets there, they're kind of all the different like guys are getting executed. You know? Yeah. There's like forty guys out right. there. Just yeah. forty prisoners out there played by lots of different actors yeah right i mean we had um we had eminem was one of them uh-huh. we had dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah um uh jeremy strong exactly yeah macaulay uh, culkin brian cox uh-huh. you know and he goes they brian cranston totally yeah um malcolm in the middle guy frankie, frankie muniz frankie muniz Muniz. Muniz. Yeah. Is there an N? Is it an Enya or an no, N? It's just, just an N. N. Yeah. Muniz. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think I always thought that it was Mun- Muniz, which doesn't Muniz. really make sense. No. So it's Muniz. Anyway, so we're still trying to break into that Spanish language market, <laughs> and we keep getting told that we we reached three strikes on that one a long time ago, and we're just blowing past it. Yeah. So anyway, there's a bunch of guys out there, sort of like trying to outrun death, which. Oh, I mean, that's do. one of them. Yeah. Right. So they basically they have a they guy, have a guy a chase you down suit. a grim reaper suit and he has a scythe. A scythe. Yeah. And they there's a track at the stadium. And so basically you guys start, you're in lane two, he's in lane one. So uh-huh. he starts staggered behind you. Yeah. Um, but it's round but it's an oval, so actually you're running the same distance. Right. So yeah, I know how track right works. The curve. Well, but yeah. some of our listeners might not. Oh, sure. Know? Yeah. I mean, because we have listeners who are like from all over the place. Yeah. They're housebound yeah. from since birth, you know? So, you know, if we, what if we got never someone, seen a movie, never seen a movie. Um, I've only ever watched Chicago heroes. Amazing. If they've made it through all the references to this point without turning it off. Um, but maybe it's the only media they're allowed to consume. You know? Yeah. Okay. So in so this exact circumstance, yeah, Grim so, Reaper runs you down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and it's a long scythe. We should say. Yeah. Thirty-nine foot pole. The whole thing sort of is like you're there until the guy gets you. Because you just have to keep running around the track. Yeah. So you just kind of so, run until like he's gonna win. Yeah. You know? So the only thing where you death. get out of the stadium is the trebuchet. Pretty much. Yeah. And you yeah. get a fun ride along the way, even if you don't die, or even if you do die. Right. And we forgot to say about the trebuchet that they do give out sort of, um, you know, like, uh, you know, like, um, uh, shoulder mounted rocket propelled grenades, Yeah. you know, like they use over there. Yeah. So when someone gets thrown up into the, um, air off mm-hmm. the trebuchet, they give the audience those, right? So the right. audience gets RPGs to yeah. shoot at you in the air. Yeah. So there's really not a great chance that you make it past the stadium wall without getting blown to bits. But most people in the audience probably aren't going to be that good of a shot. Not They've a never good shot. held one of these no. weapons before. So, you know, your chances are yeah. not um, big, but they're, they're not there. zero. They yeah. exist. Yeah. yeah. 
because all the people in the audience pretty much at the stadium are like riding around in these hover chairs that they're stuck in drinking drinks and they're basically like the people from wally you know like Mm -hmm. um haven't left their hover chair in yeah, many years. They just love coming down to the track on Sundays, <laughs> on Sundays for to watch the executions. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I would choose a trebuchet. Yeah. Most um, people didn't, which is weird. Right. But I guess if you are sentenced, you're like, what's the quickest, most painless way to go? Because they don't come pick you up if you get shot out on the trebuchet and you make it. So every bone in your body's broken. And you're just going to lay in there. Like out in the woods. Yeah. So you have to hope that like a traveler finds you. Right. Someone who's walking by the execution arena finds, finds you. you. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so, so Jason yeah. has chosen his method of death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he chose for yeah. sure. It was a new one, one we hadn't heard about before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, um falling elevator. <laughs> yeah. Know? So they have this big kind of Disney World style Tower of Terror right in the middle of the stadium that goes up to um seven feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say seventy floors, which is a hundred feet. Yeah, it's like so. one point it's kind of it's like one point um four one point four three feet per floor. So it's really high. Yeah, big time. Hundred feet. And I, you get to sit in it like I a ride. I meant to say a hundred floors. Yes, yes. Which it kind of was because there's 30 more floors on top of the 70, but they, they it doesn't go up that high. The elevator doesn't go up to them. That's just um for decoration. Yeah, there's ants that live up there. They have an ant farm, a real working ant farm, <laughs> up there. Yeah, and that's because another way you can choose to die is mm. getting eaten by ants. Yes, with by uh, like red ants. Yeah, right. Um, so it's kind of cool because it's like a ride, right? So it's like it's a fun way to go up, kind of <laughs> like the trebuchet. You get to go up to the top, yep. and they drop you down a little ways, and then oh, you're safe, right? <laughs> they take you back up, ooh, drop you down further, you're safe, you know? Yeah. Um, like the Tower of Terror, but right for I was gonna say John Cena, but that's not the main. It's Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, not John Cena. John Cena is like the kind of emperor guy that was like, <laughs> "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> yeah, and he kept saying that, and all the people in the hover chairs were like, we "No, are, yeah, we, we are. are. We're here we every Sunday. Yeah. We got season passes." <laughs> and even Chandler, I mean, he's kind of crying and stuff, but he's even is like. He kind of looks to the guy next to him in the hover chair, you know. Chandler goes, yeah, even I got to admit, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, exactly. So he runs out there and everybody's like, hey, you can't be out here. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm a lawyer. And they're all kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then he runs over to the elevator tower of terror. Yeah. And before he gets there, mm-hmm. what happens? He's running and running and running. And yeah, trying to he's he's running along. He's running out towards the Tower of Terror. And he's trying to get his arm in the door so the doors don't shut yeah. with Jason Sudeikis inside to begin the ride. Right. And he sort of lunges out with his arm and he goes, no, 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 no. He's innocent. And as he's doing that, the door shut with his fingers a mere millimeter like, away. Right. Right. And the door and, and one of them even, his middle one, because that's the longest one. Yeah. And most people. Yeah. Um, 
it's uh that one especially him yeah especially well yeah and that's a great point and that goes to my point exactly his middle finger is is quite long and um it does get stuck in the door right and it gets um i don't Yo, yeah, crushed and yoinked off. I mean, I don't really know a better yoinked way to off. crushed and yoinked off. Yeah. So when the elevator starts rising up, it's it's pulling. Chandler is he's getting pulled up by his middle finger, kind of trailing below the elevator, flopping in the kind of like he's Tom Cruise hanging onto the ladder under a helicopter, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but it's Matthew Perry, so it's sort of his funny. Um, <laughs> and he's screaming, kind of screaming. Like, ah, I'm going to fucking die. I'm dying and I'm sad and I'm dying. But then... (laughs) I'm so sad. I'm so fucked up. But um, John Cena actually runs over and he He grabs his foot. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, God. It was awful. Yeah. Say more. Well, he's trying to pull Chandler back down. He's like, I got you, buddy. Yeah. And so he's yanking on him. And what's funny about this is that inadvertently, so Chandler's being pulled up by the elevator by his middle finger. And pulled John down by John Cena, one of the strongest men on the holding planet. Holding his ankles. And the machine, and the elevator, strong because it's a machine. Correct. So inadvertently, they have recreated one of the methods of death we had not described, which is a medieval rack. Yeah, of course. So they're kind of doing this to Chandler. They're kind of racking him. <laughs> rack him and stack him. <laughs> yeah. That's what the crowd starts yeah. chanting. Rack him and stack him. Rack him and stack him. Shop at Nordstrom <laughs> Rack. And that's kind of another commercial. Yeah. And then we come back. <laughs> yep, and and the, commercial, back. the commercial has a song that goes like, Back at the rack. Back at the rack. Back at the rack. Like that. Uh huh. And so they have this sort of prepubescent guy trying to sing a version of ACDC, and his voice is cracking. Uh huh. Because they couldn't afford the rights to the real song. And don't we know how that goes? So we actually cut back to the show, and um, it's not really sure why the people were still cheering because they've kind of has resolved it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Chandler's, I mean, Chandler's back on the ground. He missing basically's a missing a finger yeah. from his middle of his hand yeah you know and um and john, somebody john cena is kind of like okay thanks for playing yeah he says uh oh yeah he says thanks for, thanks for playing <laughs> and then as and then as chandler's walking out or okay so then pretty much the other guy whatever his name is jason sudeikis we watch him die dies, so the elevator falls and he dies um so then matthew perry's walking out right mm-hmm. missing a finger bloody missing stump mm-hmm. on his hand right missing one finger and um, all of the uh, hover chair guys or whatever, these citizens, you know, uh-huh. they're all lining the halls as Chandler walks out, mm-hmm. you know, and he's muttering to himself, he was innocent. And um, he was innocent. I killed an innocent man. And all the hover chair people, they salute him. And they go, they're saying, they're kind of, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> mayor. And he's like, Chandler's like, I'm not I'm the freaking mayor. Not the mayor. Mayor's Lisa Kudrow. Could I be any less of the mayor? And all the people are kind of like, if you were, if you were a mayor, they go nonsense. They go nonsense. If you were a mayor once, you're always a mayor. And Chandler's like, I'm telling you guys, literally never holds up mayor. his hands, right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm telling you guys, I'm not the mayor of Chicago. And they're all like, uh, yeah, you are. There's your proof right there, buddy. <laughs> and because they had, um, because they had confused him for. Uh, <laughs> Rahm Emanuel, because of the... Missing part of his finger. Yeah. 
So that was a fact, actually, a little factoid you told me about back in the day. About him missing part of his finger? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. It was actually part of his ring finger, I believe, though. Right. But yeah, but these people are idiots. Oh, I mean, Chicagoans <laughs> are stupid. Yeah, I mean, the ones that go to the to the fair. track. The track, as they like to... The fair, as they like to call it. <laughs> ye olde, ye olde fair. Ye olde renaissance fair. So anyway, the episode kind of ends there. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty um, much. I mean, uh, it's a big pull-out, like... Um, crane not a crane shot because it pulls out you know like sometimes you a shot will and they do this all the time when chicago hears the writers do um and the directors it's like you're on one person so you're on chandler and then uh-huh. it kind of zooms out and it further and further all the way to space you yeah know? it does like that except where does it zoom to back through this like tunnel kind oh, of, of mind brain testing thing yeah back and, into bill o'reilly's eyes right and um then we and then he kind of blinks yeah. And then we're like, okay, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. This All is right. the first day of my life. Nice. All right. Smells like courage. Unfortunately, the only accent I can really do is um, Steve from Sex in the City. It's canon. Oh, yeah. How does that go? Oh, Miranda, we're going to have a baby boy. Is, okay, so I've got questions. <laughs> yeah, hit me Is up. Is <laughs> Steve from Australia or Long Island? Uh, he's from Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. So right in between. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it sounded oh, kind of like Miranda. you said, Oi, Miranda. No, it's. Oi, Miranda. No, it's more like, Oh, Miranda. You're still oh. sort of, it's interesting how you're oh. still you're still sort of at the beginning. Oh Miranda. Oh Miranda. <laughs> oh Miranda. There we go. We're gonna have a baby boy. You are the weakest link. <laughs> I know what you're you, trying to do. <laughs> I know. No, here we go. We got this. You are the weakest link. No, okay, so, <laughs> so it's not working. No, so. it, you it's like Let sing- me be clear. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Let me be. <laughs> what? <laughs> folks, at the end of the day, there's a lot of folks out there that's hurting. At the end of the day, there's a lot of folks out there that are just trying to struggle to make ends meet. Is this Pete Buttigieg? No, that was Obama. <sighs> at, at the end of the day, there's a lot of folks out there this is that Pete Buttigieg, don't know right? how they're going to pay their bills. Next month. Next week. This sounds like Pete Buttigieg. How would Bernie say, dang it, Bobby? Um, dang <laughs> Doing it, Bobby. Doing, doing it, Bobby. Doing it, Bobby. <laughs> doing it, Bobby. Doing it, Bobby. <laughs> we do not do this because it is easy. We do it because it is hard. It's JFK. <laughs> <laughs> no. We do not do these things. We do not do these things because they are easy. We do them because they are hard. It's kind of JFK. Yeah. It's kind of. It's got a little grit to it, though. Dang it, Bobby! Dang it, Bobby! Computers are for schoolwork. So here's my movie analysis. Yeah. So you know the iconic scene in Joker where he's dancing down the stairs. Yeah. Top ten scene for me. Yeah, Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary Glitter Mm -hmm. is playing. They should have made that song. Anyway, go ahead. I don't actually have something to say about it. 
They should have made that song. I was going to say they should have made it rock and roll part one. It's so good. Yeah. That doesn't really, really track. No. Because then that would mean it came before, you know. Yeah. Fall so of rock and perfecting roll. Perfecting on. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Um, so it's like Terminator 2. Exactly. Okay. Your thing. Though. So he's dancing down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Great. Good boom, stuff. Hey. Hey. Yeah, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's not smoking a cigarette, and then he's smoking a cigarette, and then he's not smoking a cigarette, then he's smoking a cigarette. So anyways, what's interesting about this scene is that he's going down the stairs in this scene. Yeah, your thing. He's He's going going down down the stairs. He's going down the stairs in this thing. Earlier in the movie, he's going up the stairs. Fuck, man. Yeah. Fucking hell. Earlier in the movie, he's going up the fucking stairs. When I I figure this out. Fucking shit, bro. My mind is fucking blown. Yeah. That movie in itself is a film class. My balls just fucking exploded. Holy shit. I'm going to come. Holy shit. I'm looking at a double fucking rainbow all the way, bro. 